SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, hour number two, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Scott Wetzel, Cam Stewart, George Kurtz sitting in for Brian Blessing on this Wednesday afternoon, taking it right up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, talking the world of sports. We got some NBA tonight as Kyrie returns. Only got a couple of hockey games. Uh, no NFL tonight or tomorrow, which I don't quite understand why we don't have a Thursday night football game. We got a couple Saturday games, but no Thursday this week. Uh, we got Aaron Rodgers in the news. We got Joe Burrow out. We got uh, the NFL really kind of what a sad state of affairs, uh, fellas, in the NFL. You know, they, they made an announcement this week. A couple of things on this uh, before we break down and get some winners uh, for us tonight because we got a lot of bills to pay. That is for sure. NFL uh, revealed that they're going to have new rules and regulations pertaining to the draft and the draft process, uh, mostly about talking to kids and no longer being able to ask, uh, you know, uh, in the case of the Miami Dolphins, you know, if, uh, you know, your, your mother's a prostitute like they did with uh, Des Bryant a few years back. <laughs> some of the stupid questions that these teams asked. Um, so anyway, they, they said now you could find teams left and right, and if you don't act the right way, you're going to lose a draft choice as well, anywhere from a first to a fourth rounder. I think it's, you know, it really is a sad state of affairs with the NFL that you have to have Rooney rule. You'd like to think in 2021-22 here that a team would hire a guy based on his credentials, not the color of his skin, and it's sad that you have to have a rule that forces interviews like that. Uh, and, it, and it's sad that you have to have rules that tell people you, you can't ask goofy questions and dopey questions, you know, because you're a grown up at 40, 50, 60 years old and you're not smart enough to know what to ask and what not to ask. It really is. So anyway, what's going on, fellas? Oh, so I agree with you, by the way. Uh, the reason, by the way, there is no Thursday night game this week because you don't want teams to, uh, to have an extra three days rest going into uh, playoffs. I guess you could say, well, since well, we're rescheduling the games anyway, uh, that's, that's where I was going. You could stick to non-playoff teams, but then again, would anybody care then if you did that? Which, of course, we yes, would. Yes, yes, yes. We'll have yes, 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 watch an LSU band to state last night, right? So we'll watch LSU band to state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on, George. We're for yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I would love to be a Thursday night. I wish there was a Wednesday night game in the NFL. I, I mean, it's, it's weird not to have uh, NFL football here. So I'd be all for it, but uh, I don't know if that will ever come to pass. I don't know if the NFL has actually thought about that, by the way, to have just two non-playoff teams go on the NFL network and away yeah. they go. You're still going to get ratings. You're still going to uh, draw the fans in. Let's face it. Yeah. We watch preseason How about a Falcons-Saints uh, Thursday nighter? Sounds pretty good to me. Let's nah, go. Saints yeah. have a chance in the playoffs. Saints so still got happen. chance, though. You're right, George. Right, Giants, so what team, what teams would it be? Giants, Giants and potatoes. Yeah, the potatoes. Yeah, Giants, Giants and potatoes. Are we going to start this again, the potatoes? Yeah, yeah, we're not. No Still rats not happening. Potatoes. <laughs> another, day so-called, another day the so-called insiders haven't been able to tell us what the Washington nickname will be. Okay, way to go, guys. I did see a list of five. about their name. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm kind of curious. Commanders was one name I saw. Defenders, Admirals, those all sort of fit in with those stars I saw on the uh, the lapel. George, there. So I think it's going to be one of those three. Those sound like XFL, like wrestling. Yeah, it's just come on, man. Can't we come up with yeah, they, like those names are just so like tier two football league names. It's a, it doesn't sound like a professional name. Anyway, who cares about the, the, the red skin potatoes, as Wetzel said, how about you hire some people to fix railings and, and gutters yeah, at yeah. your stadium? Like, that's not, don't worry about the name. Yeah. Fix, yeah, yeah, yeah how about new, new stadium. 
Oh, man, I wish that would happen to me. You know, I, I wish, you know, we had, my my dopey wife, we had one shot at glory. You know, she's coming home from the Long Island Railroad, right, when she was working in the city. And uh, she tripped. Uh, there was a, a portion of the ground when you got off the stairs that was all beaten up, and there was an old grate there, right? She trips. They got to call the ambulance, the whole kit and caboodle, right? And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is great. This is great. My yeah, wife is going to be hung up. Lawsuit. The, the, the lawsuits left and right. Let me call all the lawyers. So my, my dopey wife says, oh, I have a friend I went to college with. He's a lawyer. We'll, we'll hire him. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. I, I'd rather, you know, get the Archie Bunkers, the, the three Rabinowitzes myself. But she calls this guy. And then, then we get nothing, nothing. Hey, we, we didn't get a freaking dime. We were having a fight for them to call the ambulance, to pay the ambulance. Meanwhile, three months later, and there we see the LIRR folks all repaving that road, you know, and, 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 or that portion of the ground that was all beaten up. That was why one shot. So I bring that up only because if I'm one of these folks that fell and didn't get seriously hurt, uh, the mental strain, I'm not I'm not going to be able to go to a <laughs> football game. I'm not yeah. going to be able to lean on a railing for the rest of my life. Oh, that, that should have been like millions of dollars just like it should have been for us. So I need another shot like that. No, you're right, Wetzel. So I, got, I, I, I got a buddy who does slip and falls. So if, if you want to, oh, like, uh, you know, get a patch of ice out there, yeah, yeah. Be, be, be my guest. <laughs> yeah, but my luck will be suing on my property. I'm the one that will be sued. But, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. But that was, you know, not, not, I shouldn't say funny, but they're leaning on a railing in the railing. And then no one basically goes over there to help them out. That's, that's what the people you, were saying. You know what, though? I'll give Jalen Hurts all the credit in the world. When was the last yeah. time an NFL player penned a letter to the league? And he was actually serious. Like, he could have been seriously hurting it. He handled it well. Like, I don't think they understand the severity of the situation. Those guys fall on their player. Imagine that Eagles fan permanently injured quarterback like taking out their own guy what a story that would be like let's just say one thing very very lucky that it was just just it, it could have it could have been a disaster unbelievable yeah i wonder if they pull those guys aside and just say you know here's some free tickets to next year's game or some paraphernalia a few hundred dollars on nfl.com's website and i'm thinking they must have done something for those four folks right i mean that or they were just bombed out of the mind. They're all taking selfies. They, they want more of the tickets, Scott. You got yeah. you got to do better than that. You know, like yeah. it's, it's, not if you had my Think lawyer. Not, my lawyer would say, yeah, "Don't worry about it. Yeah, no big deal. You're rich. Let her go back to work." Man, I had a shot. I had a shot at glory. Vegas Sportsbook Radio continues after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Radio Network. You know, I, I tried to handle the situation with, with a lot of poise and show compassion for the people that fell down, really, but I know... Um, it could have it could have been so much so much worse, and um, I kind of it kind of didn't hit me till after the fact, having some time to reflect on it and think about it. So I just wanted to, just wanted to see what what could be done to to make sure it doesn't happen again. That's all I really care about. That's a very uh, tragic incident, and it could have been much much worse, um, much much worse. But I just don't want it to happen again. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's a little bit from Jalen Hurts talking about the situation on uh, Sunday. If you didn't see it, they're leaving the field, and 
fans are leaning over the the railing there that they want to shake his hand or get an autograph or whatever the case may be, and the railing gives out four or five Eagle fans fall to the ground. Uh, then the other they're taking selfies with the guy. <laughs> so I mean they're okay, but it just uh, you know it was a lawsuit and is a lawsuit waiting to happen. I'm telling you, uh, call the Rabinowitzes and you, you know get, get call up Archie Bunker and get the Rabinowitzes numbers, and I'm telling you win a lot of money for sure. All right, guys, I got a uh, an all time great conspiracy here. Scott Wetzel, Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, in for Brian Blessing. And I don't think it's going to happen, but I do think it's going to happen. Uh, Indianapolis Colts this week take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Exactly like last year. They need to win to secure a playoff spot, just like last year. Uh, last year, Jaguars were just as bad, if not worse. They had the number one overall pick, which is why they got Trevor Lawrence. So it's not like they played a good team last season. Jaguars played well. It was a one-score game with four minutes left. They ended up losing by two scores, but it was legitimately a one-score game with four minutes left, and Indianapolis makes the playoffs. So this year, same exact thing. They got to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars final week of the regular season to make the playoffs. If they don't, and I happen to think Jacksonville's a live dog, but if they don't, and the game is in Jacksonville, um, then that opens up the door to the conspiracy portion of this, which is really two conspiracies. And that is if the Raiders and Chargers then tie Sunday night, both the Raiders and Chargers get in. The, uh, the uh, Colts do not. So, and that was brought up uh, to Brandon Staley, head coach of the Chargers, on the Rich Eisen show. And he said, well, that's a pretty loaded scenario. It's no way that's going to happen. I wouldn't do that. Because these guys could literally take knees for 60 minutes and uh, end up in a tie and go to overtime, another 15 minutes of taking knees, and both teams make the playoffs. Um, I think there's a general fear that might happen. I don't think they would literally take knees for 60 minutes. But I do believe both coaches would be like, wink, wink, you know, you score a touchdown, we'll score a touchdown. We're not going to go too crazy. You don't go too crazy. And um, uh, we'll both get into the postseason. So because of that, I think they'll make sure the Colts beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know if I'd still lay the two touchdowns plus. I, I still do like Jacksonville. But if you're going to go with the conspiracy, I'm going to bring up the, you know, the Paul Bear Bryant conspiracy. They'll let him win his last game, but they won't cover the spread, which he didn't against Illinois many moons ago in the Liberty Bowl. Uh, one of the all-time greatest bets I ever made. So I think Jacksonville covers, but they make sure the Colts win the game because they don't want that scenario of these two teams making sure they end up in a tie. What do you think? I think Jacksonville sucks. All right, so I don't think they're going to come anywhere near close in this game. They can't. They can't get out of their own way. Uh, so they I suck I, I last year. Win. They suck last year and they win. made it the game. I'm with you, Wetzel. You know what? Jacksonville covers that game. George, I'm going to tell you something. The Indianapolis Colts, the last time they played Jacksonville, too, they got off to a big lead. They didn't cover there. They actually got scared in that game. Jacksonville could have won. I don't know what it is about this team. That's a lot of points. What are we? What's that point spread right now? What is it, 15 and a half? 15 and a half, yeah. Yeah, it's Division ridiculous. Game. I'll take the, I don't care if the Jaguars. Yeah, they are dog crap. They suck. I, I, I'm, I'm with you, George. Like, these guys are absolutely brutal. Worse without uh, Urban Meyer. They're a train wreck. Uh, but I'm going to say this. Asking the Colts to win by 16 I think that's I'm with you Wetzel I think uh, I think the Colts I might take the, the point take the point I yeah, might but the they lost by 40 lose. to New England lost to the Jets yeah. 14 to Houston 20 to Tennessee 30 to I mean it's a bad bad team oh yeah no, so uh I think there's a better chance of uh Jonathan Taylor getting with 267 yards he needs to set the record than there is of uh Jacksonville winning the game but that being said I want Jacksonville to win the game because I do want to see what would happen Sunday night because Scott's right I mean if I'm the Chargers, I'm the Raiders. First off, well, I get in with a tie, and I don't have to risk any of my players. 
But if they did anything like that, uh, where they're, they're rigging it, Goodell would have a stroke. You know he's talking yes, he to would. both teams. I will find you out of existence. I will take every draft pick away from you. This is the Sunday night game on NBC. So it was a <laughs> national game. It's not something they can bury somewhere. Uh, but I, it'd be weird because, like I said, I if Scott's the uh, you know if I'm a, if I'm the coach of a Chargers, Scott's the coach of the Raiders. I'm going. Hey, you know Scott, <laughs> uh, what are we, we going to do here? We can both get in here. You know, there's no reason to risk anything. We have both been a chance to win next week now as well here if we don't get banged up in this game. So it'd be an interesting, interesting situation here. You don't but, even have uh, to take these, I just, George. I just don't see it. You can make it look good. You can make yeah. it look good. Right. You, 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 you can, can have, have an agreement with Scott, right? Yeah. Listen, it's you like score a touchdown in the first quarter. I'll score a touchdown in the second quarter, the third yeah. quarter, fourth quarter. We'll, we'll play with 10-minute overtime and do nothing. You could absolutely do that, but the NFL will see this coming here. It would be very, very intriguing. Uh, for them, uh, what would what Goodell would do if they did this? But I said I don't think I doubt we have to worry about it. As bad as Carson Wentz is, and I think he's terrible, uh, I don't I can't see Indianapolis losing this game. I'd like to see it. I, I'm rooting for it. I really, you know, I I want to see these guys really try and win. You know, maybe they'll go legit for a half. Maybe they'll even go legit for three quarters. But you can't tell me in the fourth quarter of a twenty to twenty game that those head coaches aren't eyeing each other down, saying, you know, like what what do you think? You know, we we tried, we failed, we we haven't got a you know leader here. So I, I, why wouldn't you? But what if it's pretty simple? You what just call the game like Pete Carroll. Third and long. You know the Raiders guy would. Yards. Tick, 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 yeah. tick, 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 You know tick, the Raiders tick, guy would, right? Because he's an interim head coach. He's trying to secure his job. And what better way to say I made the postseason? You know, maybe Staley doesn't necessarily have to because he's not worried about his job. But I, I would think both guys, especially the Raiders, would be like, yeah, where do I sign? Well, did, well, let's go. Think about this, though. Let's get, yeah, I had that deal. You know, Scott's coach of the Raiders. I'm the coach of the Chargers. We had the deal. And all of a sudden, you know, last play, you know, last time you're playing for real to win the game. <laughs> All of a sudden, Scott changes his mind. I'm trying to screw him. You know, that would be wild, too. You, would you be able to trust that? If the division opponent, you wouldn't do that. With a div- if it wasn't a division opponent. Sure you would. Opponent, you do it more now because it's a division no, opponent. Because you, hate you play team them here. twice. You play them twice next year. Don't make damn sure. Oh, it, would, it would come back to haunt you. you eventually, yeah. yeah but uh, so, I don't know if I would. That, that's my problem. I don't know if I would trust anyway. Think about this. I play in some, uh, in some fantasy leagues where I might have a deal with Cam Stewart. You know, Cam... Let's not make a trade at the deadline here. Why give up picks here when we don't have to if you play in that kind of league here? That being said, I've done that with players in my league, but I've always had a contingency move right, with the commissioner where I said, listen, I'm gonna have a, I have a trade with uh, so-and-so just in case Cam makes a trade, an if sort of thing here. Where if Cam tries to screw me over, I want to make sure I'm covered. Same thing can happen here. That would be my biggest problem, by the way, is that I don't know if I would totally trust the other coach. Where he's going to do this the entire game, we're in the fourth quarter, he's going to play it real. Or if he's got the ball last, two-minute warning, happens to be where they get the ball back, you know, all of a sudden he's going to play it real, and he's, yeah. he's going, he's throwing deep shots. Josh Jacobs might break one, now I don't get in. That's also the biggest fear. Well, that's got to be like the saying, longest yard with Burt Reynolds, you know. you got to call right, off the right, goal, right. you got to make sure, you know. <laughs> it's like wrestling, right? You turn heel, you pull the old Dan Marino, I'm going to take a knee. No, touchdown! Yeah, touchdown! Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. honestly, that... I, I almost want to see that scenario too, but the problem is the Jags are so bad we can't even like uh, get a sniff. Yeah, they're they're not going to win. They, they I talk Wentz is terrible. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he is. is. So, yeah, and I got to, I I good. do think we're going to get one at least one ten point favorite to win. 
whether it's Denver. I think Denver's a live dog against Kansas City. Uh, I, I think Jacksonville is at least going to cover this spread. I really, I, I'm calling it now. I think the Texans beat the Tennessee Titans at plus 380. I, Scott, I, I love your plays. I'm on all those dogs as well. I think I think yeah. I think the Houston Texans are live. That's a good dog play this week. I, I love. I, I'm reading your mail, buddy. Read this. Yeah, yeah. You know, last week when you put them in teasers, if you did it, you would have won on all of them. And even even with Tampa Bay going for two, which I still don't quite understand why they went for two uh, after they scored that touchdown, but they did, and that helped the teaser. But this week, I think you go the other way. This week, I think you tack on the 10 points for a three-teamer on the underdog and get 26.5 with the Jets and 25.5 with Jacksonville and, and 20 with the Texans. Davis Mills is not a bad little quarterback at home. His numbers are actually pretty good. I, I think they got a decent chance to win that game outright. I really do. So be careful about the putting money on uh, on, on uh, Tennessee. I think they lose. Vegas Sportsbook Radio continues. Scott Wetzel, Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, in for Brian Blessing. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Kevin, in looking back then, any regret in not sitting Baker uh, for a, a, a longer period than he did get in terms of just getting that thing healthier? Yeah, Tom, I think it's, it's a fair question, but I would just tell you each one of those weeks and those days when we made those decisions, you're just going off of the information that's available to you. And, and that's information from our medical staff, from Baker, from the second opinions, those type of things, and then based on how he performed in practice. So that's kind of how we made the decision each week. A little bit from uh, Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski talking about the Baker Mayfield situation and why he uh, played him, uh, you know, as long as he did. I don't quite get it either, to tell you the truth, because, you know, they got a, a, a pretty competent backup uh, in Case Keenum. You know, he nearly led uh, the Vikings to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago when he uh, had that uh, deal with the devil. But he's, ain't you know, overall, he's halfway decent. I really think the Browns would be in the postseason today, guys, uh, if uh, – uh, Case Keenum had played uh, this last month or so versus uh, Baker Mayfield. I mean, you couldn't have played any worse than Baker did. So, But uh, as we talked about yesterday, they seem hell-bent on making the, the Baker Mayfield the face of this franchise. So if Baker could have played, and he did, give him credit for it. But if I'm the head coach, you know, I got to take the blame on that because they weren't winning with Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. I think I think Stefanski did like this guy's coach of the year. He did one of the worst jobs in coaching in the NFL this year. That Cleveland Browns team had talent. They screwed it all up. The final game shows you all you need to know on Ben Roethlisberger night. You go in there, you give Dearness Johnson eight more touches than Nick Chubb. Are you a moron? Like seriously, like what the hell are you doing? Nick Chubb is one of the best backs. You use him the whole game. You never give him the ball at the goal line. Baker Mayfield was obviously hurt. Keenum plays one game. He does all right. Yeah, it's not, that's the thing. It's not a downgrade. Baker Mayfield was a train wreck this year. I'm telling you, all those balls get batted down. Uh, a lot of people think he should be sticking around. I don't know, man. I, I, as I said, I think this guy's skill set is regressing, and uh, I expected more from him. You know what? Is it Odell Beckham Jr.? His dad was right. Odell Beckham Jr. goes to the friggin' Rams, and he's been on fire. So, uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, this guy needs to work harder in the offseason. He's got to get better because I think the whole coaching staff gets an F. And, uh, yeah, the Cleveland Browns are honestly one of the biggest disappointments in the league this year. 
Yeah. Well, I, I, think tell the, you, it, I think the Browns are the biggest disappointment in the league. Yeah. Not one of them. It's not, yeah. We, uh, yeah. A lot. I'm not saying they would. I mean, they, they took the Chiefs. They should, probably should have beaten the Chiefs in the uh, playoffs this year. Right? Yeah, now that stupid uh, Jared Hannay touchdown. I, I forget who the receiver was who tried to reach out to get the touchdown. He lost the ball for a touchback. They, they probably should have won that game. Uh, that being said, would they have made the playoffs if Keenum played? I'm not really ready to go that far. I do think Mayfield probably should have been sat down for his own good. He was obviously hurt. Uh, as I think Scott said, all the kudos in the world to you for playing through it, buddy. Uh, certainly yeah. some toughness there, but I think the team might have yeah. been better off with Keenan playing. Uh, seem to give you a better shot. Assuming Stefanski is telling the truth, then I'm the first person to tell you that uh, when is a coach lying, when his lips move, he did. they did say after the game that Chubb <laughs> had a uh, rib injury. Oh, it's true. They all lie. Uh, yeah, that Chubb had a uh, rib injury, and that's why he didn't play uh, all that much. Who the hell knows? Uh, Chubb didn't deny this, so maybe he did have a rib injury. But they have uh, really haven't given the ball to Chubb enough all season. They seem to want. They seem to want to make this Baker Mayfield's team when it's it's Nick Chubb. It's Nick Chubb's team. All right, that's where your uh, your bread's buttered here. As for Odell, uh, yeah, he's definitely done a hell of a lot better than the Rams, but it's also because everybody and their mother is trying to cover Cooper Cup. No one cares about Beckham. That's the way it is. I mean, Cup is the man right now. Beckham's an afterthought. So uh, the Browns don't have that. And with Cleveland, it was Beckham. Cover Beckham, and you know Landry's the afterthought there. So uh, I don't know uh, how much I'm going to give uh, that Beckham's been uh, all of a sudden this great player again. It's, the, it's a much better situation. Uh, the it fact is. that, once again, uh, you have Cooper Cup who's having a monster season there. I'll give you two teams that are bigger disappointments to me than, than the Cleveland Browns because I never really bought into the Browns' Kool-Aid. One would be the Seattle Seahawks. I, I thought they would have a better year. I, I know that last year they were on the you know on the border. They, they they made the playoffs, but they really you know struggled down the stretch, and they weren't the same. I get all that, but I still thought uh, even in that division that, that they would make the postseason. And I certainly didn't think they would be six and ten, and maybe six and eleven if they end up losing to Arizona. And the other one would be actually a playoff team, to tell you the truth, and that's the Buffalo Bills. I, I, I did not think they would be 10-6 and six at this point. I really thought after last year. You're disappointed in a playoff team that might have the Well, oh, come on. Yeah, they're 10 and Do th- you think they'd have six? I, I, I get where you're going. I, I get where you're going. That, uh, you know, I you know, didn't we, think they'd be in a one year, seed, no, well, I get you know, it. I, 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 I just can't call be... a playoff team a disappointment. You made the playoffs. Well, they're in the tournament. And they barely made them. They, they're 10-6. and six. They might not even win the division. You know, they should have been the number one uh, seed not losing in the AFC this division. year. The Seahawks. If I would have the Seahawks, their defense reeks. It reeks, yeah. okay? And Adams, the deal they made with the Jets, they got fleeced. So good on you, New York Jets. You get all those draft picks and stuff. I'm going to tell you something. Brooks is an underrated linebacker. Other than that, Seattle's defense is a train wreck. And another thing, Russell Wilson with the fingers, Scott. What do you expect Seattle to do? We all knew they were regressing. Arizona's a team on the rise. The Rams, you knew, were going to be good. And the San Francisco 49ers That's are a very football. good football team, too. That's the thing about the Seahawks. They got major problems. Pete Carroll's one of the worst. Co- I like Pete Carroll as a person. I think he's a nice guy. His play calling, bottom of the barrel. George, you know this has been going on oh, for yes. years, too. The oh, playoff yes. game against Dallas. Like, if you watch football, you know Seattle always kills themselves. And it's hilarious to me. Finally, Rashad Penny, first-round draft pick. The last, eh, We haven't seen this in years all of a sudden the guy's ru- running he had the top uh, yards as a running back and some guys are winning forty thousand dollars on their book to have the most yards like i've been waiting for penny to do this carson gets hurt like the whole thing with seattle is it would you talk about carol's contract he's probably not going to go because of the money but it's just time it's time to start new because they're not as good as any other team in that division so that one scott i thought was pretty obvious 
All right, how about uh, speaking of time to go, did you guys see the altercation last night with uh, Coach uh, Mike Krzyzewski and the uh, the Georgia Tech player, Michael DeVoe? Uh, yeah, Coach K is going after opposing teams players now. I mean, listen, just go away, Coach. You know, they'll be famous. Just go away. Go away with all your high and mighty snottiness, please. I, I, I can't take them anymore. I just can't. Just leave. You know, you haven't won in a long time. You had all the talent in the world. You had Zion Williamson. You had Barrett as well. You couldn't get even get it to the final. I, yeah, I'm, I'm done with Coach K. I don't know what the kid may have said on the sidelines last night, but he's. It like, doesn't he's, matter. He's walking. It doesn't after matter a kid. what he said. I know. He's it a 17, 18 year old kid, and you. And you're a 50, 70-year-old man, whatever he is, 70, 50, you're great. 70-year-old man, you're, right? I mean, come you're, on. You're right, Scott. You know, I don't care what he said, what he said about your family, you, anybody else, your school. You can't do anything. If you're a grown man, you don't t- you don't you don't yell at kids. You don't come them down at like that. We've got to remember, we look at these guys as like adults. They're still kids, and they're going to do stupid things. You're, you've been in the league long enough to know. Like, Bayheim gets into he, – he does some crazy stuff, but you're right, Scott. Like, I am absolutely agree. It, don't worry. It's a farewell uh, tour, Scott. You don't have to wait too long. So, uh, this team, even though they're ranked uh, number two, I don't think they're going to win the national championship or anything. Don't worry, Scott. He's halfway out the door. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Oh, we had to deal with that. Right? I was right. Just, you know, the, the kid is 19, 18, 19 years old. He grew up a Duke fan. And maybe he said, I want to kick your ass. Who cares? I mean, if you're going to be that sensitive that you're going to, like, go after, uh, you know, a, an opposing team's player. I mean, are you kidding me, Coach? If, if that was any other coach, right, we would be yelling and screaming today, kick him That's out true. of the league. And, you know, not that he had to be necessarily restrained, uh, like he was going to beat the guy up. But he's walking onto the court at halftime, and he's pointing his finger, not a half time, but he's walking out to the court during a timeout, and he's pointing his finger at the guy. I mean, come on, please. Somebody step Once in again, and just say, that's it, coach. You're done. Well, what you got to do is start thinking about all the money. If I'm Coach K, all the money you have in the bank. All right? And I'm not worried about anybody calling me names. I'm just not. Uh, especially in that situation. Once again, it's, uh, players, coaches, you have to know better. You just have to know better and act more appropriately. So I don't see why this would bother him. I don't care what the guy says to me. You want to call my mom a name? You want to call my wife? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going home, buddy. And I got you know a lot of zeros in my bank account with a crooked number in front. What do you got? What was the best? What was the best, guys? Remember, remember the football game where the what was it? The special teams coach pulls out his leg and trips the punt return. <laughs> was that Steelers Ravens? <laughs> that was the, yes. that's yeah, the that was Steelers Ravens. Tomlin yeah, almost did it too. Mike Tomlin, yeah, yeah, was the guy. Yeah. He yeah, almost did. He thought about. It. He took a step forward, then he, he pulled did. it back. He almost did. Uh, Listen, <laughs> you guys remember? The, do you remember the baseball game uh, this year where uh, one of the uh, one of the White Sox players got hit? And uh, the catcher for the opposing team goes over to him, tries to help him. And Tony LaRusso, 99-year-old Tony LaRusso, comes running out of the dugout and pushes the catcher away. I was like, what are you I doing? Know. The guy was trying to help your player. <laughs> I didn't want because he's on the opposing team. He was being a human being and checking on your player, idiot. I, I, I still can't believe that to this day. And LaRusso defends it, by the way. It's like, yeah. are you kidding me? I think that the guy got hit in the head or something. You know, the guy was checking. Yeah, no, I mean, LaRusso's a, he, he's a different cat, George. You know that. Like, he's, yeah. he's in a different realm. Go have another drink. Yeah. I mean, listen, save another cat, as I used to say with him. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, the Washington State head football coach got fired. The Washington, Washington football coach got fired because he happened to accidentally tap the guy in the head with his clipboard. So, I mean, what, what's worse, doing that act, literally accidentally or, or you know, running onto the court and pointing your finger at a guy? Man, unbelievable. All right, you know, Cam, I know you got to leave here, so give us, give us a couple winners for tonight. What do you got? 
Well, we already got the Leafs in a money money line parlay. For everybody that doesn't know, Connor McDavid has COVID. He's done. The Edmonton Oilers are reeling right now. Their goaltenders calling out the coach, coach calling out the goalie. They got big problems. It doesn't matter who starts in net. The Leafs are going to throttle these guys. In the NBA, uh, I'm taking a look at the Nuggets plus three. I know it's against the Utah Jazz. That's a pretty tough game, uh, and I'm not sure how you feel. You know what? Kyrie Irving coming back, right, Wetzel? But the one thing is, we said it might not be good, but I'm expecting offense in this game. And what happens when guys come back? They're usually a little bit slower on the defense side. I think we can get a over 224 in the Nets uh, Pacers game tonight, buddy. That's what I'm looking at. I wish there was more hockey because we ripped it up last night on the ice. Yeah, no, that was nice. Boy, all the nights should be that easy, right? So, Cam, good yeah. job, man. I appreciate it. Uh, you, know, you got to do a couple of things, so we'll let you go a little bit early, and hopefully uh, we'll you uh, rejoin you tomorrow, guys, and we'd have to you, do it again. You got it. Have a all good right, one, man. guys. You got it. So, uh, what about you, George? Uh, you know, what uh, is that why, you know, he mentioned it there. You know, I was looking at the lines here, and, I, boy, I can't tell you the last time I remember seeing an Edmonton Oilers team getting plus 240, uh, albeit at Toronto. So we'll take a look at that. We'll take a break here. You can grab them on the puck line if you want as well. Over a six, and then you got a great game between Pittsburgh and St. Louis. Penguins going for the ninth straight win. Blues have won seven of nine, so that's a really good game. We'll break it all down. NBA and everything else all going on right here on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Scott Wetzel, George Kurtz, and Cam Stewart filling in for Brian Blessing. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's always a 60-minute fight in the North. We respect our opponents in, 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 this, in this division, and, and we lean in on another division game uh, this week. Uh, we go to Baltimore. And, and obviously there's a lot at stake, but it doesn't have to be a lot at stake. It's Pittsburgh and the Ravens, and I think anybody that follows professional sport uh, knows what that means. We're going into their venue, a hostile environment, uh, in a big-time circumstance. Our guys will be inspired by that. The Ravens bring out the best in us. They do. You couple that with the variables around where we are in Week 18. I'm looking forward to a, a good week's prep where the guys are wired in and, and working and putting together a good plan. It needs to be a good plan. we got to put these guys in position to be successful, and then they have to go out and execute. All right, there you go. A little bit uh, from Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I did. There are certain guys you just like, and I, I don't know. Uh, he, for me, he could do no wrong. I just like him. It's, it's hard to imagine the Dolphins actually interviewed him many moons ago and said, uh, no, we don't want you as our head coach. I, you know, I just I don't know how you could talk to a guy like that and not be impressed, but uh, he knows how to say it, and, and, uh, and we, we played that just because we were talking about him nearly tripping the uh, the player for Baltimore. You know, the underdog in a Baltimore-Pittsburgh uh, series, 8-0 against the spread. So, do they have hope? Yeah, you know, Baltimore clinches a playoff spot with a victory, a Chargers loss, and an Indianapolis loss, and a Dolphins loss. Uh, you know, we'll work in reverse, George. Could the Dolphins lose to the Patriots? Sure. Miami's playing for absolutely nothing. Uh, could the Chargers lose to the Raiders? Sure, right? The 50-50 game. Uh, could the Colts, that's the one, could they lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars? Back to our, uh, our playoff scenario. Um, you know? They could. It's it's not, you know, the crazy, crazy, craziest thing in the world since it is a road game. So you, you never know. Pittsburgh gets in. 
uh, with a win. There's a little bit easier. They still need ultimately the Colts to lose. They need the uh, they need to win and have Indianapolis lose. And as long as the Chargers Raiders game doesn't end in a tie, as we've been talking about, the Steelers get in. So the Steelers have, you know, uh, two less obstacles in their way. So there's a little something riding on this game, but it's always a war these two teams, regardless. Yeah, they don't like each other. The Ravens are not going to roll over to the uh, Steelers. They're not. Yeah. I also think, if I remember correctly, uh, Mark Andrews needs about 135 yards for the most uh, tight end yardage in the season. So he's got something to play for as well. And the Steelers won't want to give him that. Uh, Harbour said today that he will decline to give an update on Lamar Jackson. So we don't know if he's going to play on Sunday. And uh, Listen, if I'm the Ravens, I'm probably not playing Lamar. I'll just go with Huntley here. No reason yeah. to uh, have him play in this game. But uh, you never know. Uh, some coaches believe, hey, football players play football. Uh, that's what Mike Tomlin, by the way. I love Mike Tomlin. I don't know how you I, – I know you like him, but I, I look forward to – and he's one of the few head coaches I'll, I'll listen to the press conference because he'll say things that won't you – know, he won't just sugarcoat things. Uh, I just love him. Love – I got the voice he has. It. Well, we'll own it. When something goes wrong, you know, we'll own it. He doesn't uh, yeah. try and backtrack over it. No, we'll own it. We did something wrong. Fine, we did it. You know, so I have a lot of respect for Mike Tomlin. I remember a couple of years ago when uh, you know, they, they were told by, oh, he should go. You know, he has to go. Da, da, da. As a Cowboy fan, I think we still had Garrett at the time. Not that McCartney's any better. I'm like, hey, I'll hire Tomlin in a heartbeat. Please fire him and uh, have, have Mike come to Dallas. I would, would have given my left arm to have Mike there into the coaching stay, uh, the coaches that Jerry Jones goes through over and over again. Lots of respect for Mike Tomlin. 15 straight years, 15 straight winning seasons. I know people are going to point out that well, he's had Ben for all those seasons. That's why he's won. But you know what? Most of the best coaches have had a really good quarterback. It's generally how it works. Yeah, yeah, you're a good coach. You have, you know, great talent. Uh, love Belichick, but he had Brady for a lot of it, right? Uh, well, I'm, Belichick might be a bad example here because he does so much with so little everywhere else. But still, it's sort of one goes with the other. Great coach, great quarterback. Yeah. The only one that, that kind of stands out to me, great head coach who didn't have a great quarterback. You know, not that they weren't uh, good. You know, Joe Gibbs went to the Super Bowl with a bunch of different quarterbacks. Uh, you know, but – you know, generally speaking, it's, you know, one goes hand in hand. It, it's rare to find like a big time, you know, head coach who doesn't have somebody there uh, pushing him along. It's just, you know, whether they developed him or whether it's just luck. But hey, listen, Shula in the it, 70s before Marino? Yeah. Um, well, you, know, you had Bob Greasy, all those Super Bowl teams. Uh, I, I mean, I know it's a little before, but do you really consider Greasy? I, I didn't see him for most of his career. I did see him at the end, but I don't know if I would consider him the greatest of the you know, great, great, great. He was good. He's a Hall of Famer. Great. He's all, I mean, listen, I don't think I don't know if he would be a quarterback in today's day and age throwing a football fifty times. You know, I, I, I kind of doubt that uh, from that standpoint. Yeah, um, but those were great. They were more about the their defense and uh, Larry Zonka back then. Yeah, Zonka, Kick, Warfield. Oh, yeah, those are my teams. That that's uh, yeah. I, I I'm old enough to to remember those teams uh, for sure. So yeah, the good old days. The good old days. Um. Hockey, yeah, you know, it's amazing. Pittsburgh and, and St. Louis, George. Uh, great matchup, right? Penguins going for their ninth straight win. Blues have won seven of nine. I think it's 2-0 and oh since the uh, the COVID break. Pittsburgh's played one time since the COVID break. Um, that's, it's a marquee game. Is that the, the one that's going to be on the four-letter? Or is it TNT tonight, not the four-letter network, right? It's a three-letter network tonight. Yeah, I think uh, which I don't I don't know which game's on TNT. I assume it's the 7-30 game, which is Pittsburgh-St. Louis. Right. Although Edmonton-Toronto would be a goal. You know, back when we make the schedule, this would have been a great uh, uh, great uh, matchup as well here. When we have McDavid, Dreisaitl, McDavid's not playing tonight. My problem is this. 
Now, I'm with you guys on Toronto. You have to take Toronto tonight, but I need a parlay for minus 310, right? Yeah, you um, can't put that straight in, right? You can't. Pittsburgh, St. Louis is tough. Is this an even yeah. matchup here? You're sort of guessing here. I, I imagine I'll go with St. Louis and, the, and take some plus money here. But Pittsburgh's been playing well. They scored eight goals over the weekend against a lesser team, mind you, but eight goals. So is the over in play here as well? I don't think so. Uh, I have to find out Tristan Jarry is going to play tonight. He was in COVID protocols, I think. I think I'm going to find out while we're talking here. Okay, I think he might be out of them uh, as far as that's concerned. Uh, and not Casey DeSmith. Oh, Casey DeSmith is a solid goaltender. But I, I would want, if I'm going to take the under here, I want Jerry to be a net. And he's not. It is Casey DeSmith uh, in there. So I guess Jerry hasn't cleared protocols there. So um, I, I don't know. I can't find that second parlay here. Not in hockey. I'm not comfortable taking St. Louis as part of it. I think this is going to be a close game. Yeah, how about that? You know, my, my favorite shots on goal. You got Dreisaitl at three and a half. Your figures get a little bit more ice time, a little bit, you know, but they're counting on him and, and Matthews as well. Though Matthews is three and a half at minus 152. I, I can't lay bigs that high. Um, I, I know they can't flip it to four and four and a half. Um, and Fandle just does, does not like putting it solid numbers. They, they always have to have a half. I guess they just don't want to deal with pushes. It's too much aggravation. But I, I, I'd rather have it four at even money than I would three and a half minus one fifty two. I can't do that. But I might go dry subtle over three and a half and plus one oh six. I think. Well, here's the thing. Time. What did we just say about draw? What's going on with uh? What happened? I almost said Houston Oilers, by the way. But David's yeah. out, right? So all the attention is going to be placed yeah. on dry subtle. Dry subtle. I mean. Uh, he had eight shots on goal against Buffalo on November 12th. Other than that, his last three games, he's averaging what they're going for, about three and a half shots on goal. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I, I can't go with that. Pittsburgh has a decent defense. Not a great defense. But Edmonton's in all sorts of problems, by the way. I mean, they're not playing well. They got lost to Buffalo in overtime. lost to the Islanders in overtime. Uh, Devils in overtime, not Buffalo. Uh, lost to the Islanders in overtime. Got spanked by the Rangers on Monday. No McDavid tonight. No Tyson Barry either. And they have another player or two, lesser player or two that's out there. Boy. This this might be a disaster for Edmonton tonight. Uh, I think they'll. I think to get his shots a goal, they need some power play time. They didn't get any power plays really against the Islanders or Rangers, uh, smattering here and there. So they'll need some uh, some power play time. I'm not going to go dry sale tonight. I don't like the way this team is playing. I'm uh, going to pass Matthews. I like because Edmonton's a train wreck right now. But Matthews had some kind of COVID scare yesterday. You know, we thought he might miss the game as well. He's going to play tonight. It ended up being uh, I don't want to say a false positive, but he wasn't. I think the rapid test came back positive, and the uh, the longer test, the PCR came back negative, so we can play. I probably like if I was going to pick one of those two, give me Matthews. You know, I should have asked the camp since he's a Canadian guy. There is, is this like the Super Bowl? You know. Team-wise, it would still no doubt be Montreal. But when you consider, you know, the players and everyone, you know, if it was McDavid and Dreisaitl and all the others, Matthews, you know, is Edmonton versus Toronto, is that it, fellas? Is, is that your, like your Super Bowl? Would that be equivalent to a, uh, you know, a, a Lakers-Boston Celtics NBA game? Or I don't know if there is one in the NHL. Uh, you know, that would bring like national attention, like two monster, monster teams. But this must be it, right? Edmonton versus Toronto. Yeah, as you mentioned, Montreal is the New York Yankees of the NHL. Right. right? But they're also, they're, I mean, to say they're terrible isn't putting it kindly. I don't know how this team got to the uh, Stanley Cup finals last year. Of course, the Canadian division, they, just, they were a massive yeah. Cinderella team, but they are awful this year. So, uh, yeah, because you mentioned it. You, you, you only mentioned like half, some of the, star, the stars in this game here. Uh, McDavid's not going to play, but you got Austin Matthews, you got Tavares, you got Neander, you got Mitch Marner uh, playing so well here. You got Drysaddle, who's played so well. There's stars upon stars in this game. If both these teams are playing well, 
Yeah, this would be a monster game to watch here. But like I said, Edmonton is all banged up. Cam said it. You got the uh, the coach calling out the backup goaltender, and the backup goaltender calling out <laughs> yeah. the offense. It's like, oh my god, you, you just don't see this. The coach pretty much said to you, "Hey, stop the puck." And the uh, backup goaltender said, "Well, it doesn't matter here. The offense scored one goal for me in my last seven starts." Uh, averaging one goal a game. He's not wrong. They are averaging about one goal a game for him. So you just don't see the players talking about this. Everyone's throwing each other under the bus. I think Tippett's time in Edmonton is coming to a close and probably coming to a close rapidly. This is a team. You just said it. This should be a marquee game. Instead, yeah. the Edmonton Oilers are in free fall. They are in free fall. They were in first place in the conference at one time. They're barely in a playoff spot right now. I think Tippett's gone. I think you're going to see a trade for a goaltender coming soon as well. You know, you mentioned Montreal. Are we not getting Carey Price this year? And I wonder, George, you know, I know he made a lot of money uh, and still is owed a lot of money. But I always thought it was strange that Seattle didn't draft him just because I figured, you know what, what better way to make a face of the franchise? Not only are you getting a good goaltender, but you're getting a face of the franchise, marketing and a whole kit and caboodle, coming off the Stanley Cup Finals run. And I thought it was strange that they didn't, but people said, well, he just makes, you know, $10, $15 million a year, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay. But I wonder if word was out. You know, I, I even wonder if Montreal said, listen, I, I can't let you draft this guy with a straight face. You want to draft and go ahead, but know that he's got mental issues and he's not going to be around next year. I mean, is he not playing at all this year for Montreal? Yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around about Carey Price. Uh, you just went over it about the expansion draft. Uh, my guess is that uh, the fact that he's making a truckload of money up there in age, you're going to eat it at the end of that contract. Uh, plus the fact that, remember, he was supposed to have two surgeries and not be able to be ready for the start of the season. I think that also uh, scared Seattle away. That being said, Seattle made a lot of mistakes in their expansion draft. Uh, listen, he's healthy now as far as physically. It's all right. the mental part of this. A lot of people are believing now that he was going to come back after the Olympics, which still, even if they were going to be played, were a month away. You know, that, that was his big thing here. Now the Olympics are done. I don't know what you, listen, I'm not going to guess on what his mental uh, you know, faculties are at right now, but obviously they're an issue here. Macho could certainly use him. They're not going anywhere this year with him or without him, but I can't answer your question because I thought he'd be playing by now. You know, at least in the near future, we keep hearing, oh, you know, maybe he's not ready yet. This thing, everything coming out of Macho is negative about him playing anytime soon. Yeah, very weird. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We'd have to look, but they have to be close to setting the record. For the biggest drop in NHL history, right? Stanley Cup Finals to 18 points in last place in their division. Worst team in the conference points-wise. Second worst points-wise overall. Only Arizona with 15 points has less. I mean, has there been a, a bigger drop from a Cup Final to being the second worst team in the league? I mean, I don't think so, right? I doubt it. I yeah. doubt it. Keep in mind, by the way, you bring up Arizona – they played three more games than Arizona. Oh, so they man. still might be the worst team. They still you know, might be, yeah. Go from 31st, your 31st draft pick to the first draft pick, that's almost as bad as you can get, right? Unless you, yeah. you didn't win the cup, that don't think it's going to be worse yet. So I'm going to say you're probably right. Wow. That is like, if you're a Canadian, you talk about going from the top to the bottom. That is actually it, man. All right, quick little break, and then we'll get Aaron Rodgers uh, responding to uh, the fact that he's a jerk, according to one NFL uh, uh, MVP voter. That's next as we close up shop right here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
All right, welcome back, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Scott Wetzel and George Kurtz uh, sitting in for Brian Blessing on this Wednesday afternoon. Well, the uh, the jerk uh, has responded. Uh, good for him, I suppose. Uh, we mentioned earlier in the program that uh, Hal Marcus, who is a reporter out of Chicago, has a vote for the NFL MVP award. He told a Chicago radio station to score that he would not vote for Favre, not or, uh, for Favre, for Rodgers, not because he's not uh, worthy uh, of his on-the-field prowess, but his off-the-field stuff uh, is why. Calling him, his words, a jerk. So uh, Favre, uh, Rodgers got wind of it and responded, Calling uh, Arkish, I think he's a bum. <laughs> I think he's an absolute bum, he repeated. He doesn't know me, doesn't know who I, uh, I don't know who he is. Uh, no one knew who he was probably until yesterday's comments. That's actually not true. He's, he's a fairly well-known player, uh, reporter. Uh, I listened to the comments, but to say he had uh, his mind made up in the summertime, in the offseason, that I had zero chance of winning MVP, in my opinion, that should exclude him from future votes. Uh, his problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league because he doesn't know me. He doesn't know anything about me. I never met him, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I never had lunch with the guy. I've never had an interview with him. His problem is I'm not vaccinated. So he wants to go on a crusade and collude and come up with this extra letter to put on the award just for the season, make it the most valuable vaccinated player, then he should do that. But he's a bum. <laughs> so uh, Aaron Rodgers showing a little backbone there, firing back at uh, you. And it is Chicago. I don't know if he knows that or not, but obviously he has no love affair for Chicago or the Bears and I own him and all that other stuff. And he owns them. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he should, if he owned a guy, then maybe he should be responding. I don't know. I guess good for Rodgers to stand up for himself, right? I don't think so. Once again, I would have taken the high road. If you want to win this award, you, you, now you're fighting with the media. You can't win yeah. this battle. I would have taken, oh, listen, the guy's entitled to his own opinion. I don't agree, but he's entitled to his own opinion. And let it go with that. Yeah. That probably would be the way. Uh, there hasn't been a person alive that's won the battle with the media. You just, we're too strong. Hate to say it, but we're just too strong. George, good job as always, my friend. I got a feeling we're going to be back tomorrow. So uh, rest up, and then uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow. Scott Wetzel, George Kurtz, in for Brian Blessing, Vegas Sportsbook Radio.